What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Horror Academy podcast. And if you guys are thinking about being college students, we're going to give you four reasons why that is a shitty idea. So, yes. we got another episode today. Yes, we do, man. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. And uh, this episode, if you guys haven't, you guys have already seen it by the title, we're actually doing a kind of like a new series, sort of. Yes. And what's the series called, Chris? It's going to be called Director's Cut. And as you guessed it, this topic today will be Eli Roth. And we're going to discuss some of his incredible work, some yes. of his astounding work. And. Uh, just kind of give a, give our opinions and see, you know, if you guys share our same thoughts and things like that. I'm pretty excited for this series, man. We're going to focus in on, on horror directors, um, everyone's favorites. Um, one of our favorites happens to be Eli Roth. Yeah, he, definitely. Uh, I enjoy his work. I always have. Um, I feel like he's someone who really has a passion for it. Yeah. And, and has always done what he wants to do. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, whatever's in, it, in his mind, he pursues it and gets it done on film. Some people aren't about it. A lot of people are for it. I'm one of those that happens to be a fan. Yeah, exactly. Like, I like that he he does push the envelope with, yeah. his, with his films. And he does a lot of... Like, he doesn't hold back. Right. He, he has a lot of, like, we're going to take it to this this level here because... Like, as he puts it, a lot of horror films are, like, in America, are pretty safe. Right. And he takes a lot of his influence from, like, Asian cinematography and, and horror films like that, that they are not safe. They're very dangerous type of films. Right. So he has that influence, has that inspiration, and he puts that into his films, which I, I absolutely love. Yeah. Like, that's what makes him stand out. And so we're going to be talking about a couple of different films that he has uh, not only directed, but written and produced and even acted in yeah, some of these as yeah, well definitely. um we're gonna go ahead and kick things off quick mention yeah if you hear a like a buzzing or like a <clears throat> sounds like wind we do have the fan on that's true it's um, arizona and yeah. the heat is unbearable as, it's as exaggerated as, <laughs> yeah, as you might have heard right exactly yeah. so we apologize for the noise in the back but we're we're not about to die midway through right so with that being said without further ado <laughs> we're gonna kick things off with um i think it was his debut yeah it was directorial debut cabin fever cabin fever man and cabin fever was filmed or uh um hit theaters in 2003 again he was written and directed by eli ross of course and so this movie, like we mentioned, this has this had one of those low budget type uh, uh, budgets, uh, one point five million dollars, and nice. it boxed or boxed it grossed thirty point five million. So good on you, mate. Yeah, not not bad, not bad for that kind of uh, budget. But I mean, I feel like a lot of people kind of saw this and were like, oh, horror, like, Ugh. right? Because at the same time, this was when we had. 
slashers that were kind of right. popular. And so to see this kind of genre, right this, this whole thing, it was like, oh, what the fuck? This is not what I want to watch. I'll, I'll be honest. The first time I had watched this film, I, I was pretty young. <laughs> and I was expecting to see a, a killer or like a ghost or, or something that was killing them off. Yeah. And then when I was like, oh, they're just sick. <laughs> they're, you're just sick. And throwing up blood. Rub some ibuprofen or something and get on with it. So I wasn't about it when I was younger. And as I've, I've, I've said this before, a lot what happens to me a lot with horror is I'll watch something initially and I won't like it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll watch it years later and be like, whoa. This is good. This is so good. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly what happened with Cabin Fever. Um, I, I had purchased it when I, once I started collecting... Uh, DVDs and whatnot, and uh, I gave it a, a, a rewatch and was pleasantly surprised. Man, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I just recently watched it to refresh my mind, and I remember when I first kind of heard about it. Yeah, I was like, ah, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. care. I, I don't care. <laughs> it's just a movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Watching it again, it was it was a pretty solid flick. Yeah, dude. I thought it was like, damn, this is this kind of scary because it's it's a fucking infection, and those that's like not easy to get rid of, right. dude. Um, so that that really, I don't know, I, I dug it. I, I really liked it. the The only thing that I didn't like was the um, like because the entire film is they're they're getting infected with this disease, right? And they're trying to they have to battle it, right? And then they introduce a human element a human threat right. and then i thought oh i didn't really want to see that she just stuck you know i mean like it's fine for what it was but at I mean, the same it, time I'm it like, did oh. make sense to the story but i know what you mean yeah um i love the balance of like the comedy aspect and the horror aspect. oh yes it was yeah. the, like the 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 kind of comedy this film had was just right yeah and it was it was really fun uh it's i I can't i'm trying to compare it to to another i can't really compare it right to be honest it's just uh he added an element of comedy that just worked really well and it wasn't like the care the characters like being funny it's just like the shit that was happening yeah (laughs) was funny right 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 exactly uh like i think one of the things that comes to mind is Towards the end, where Ryder Strong is, Ryder Strong's character is my, uh, meeting up with that cop at right. the beginning, and like he's like kind of fighting off a couple dudes. He ducks the blow from a guitar, right. and like the guitar hits uh, another guy who's who's on a harmonica, and the harmonica goes down <laughs> oh, his throat. That was dude. amazing. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I remember watching that as a kid, and I thought, bro, what the. <laughs> Fuck! I watched it now, and I'm like, dude, that shit's hilarious. <laughs> like he's like he falls down, and he's like breathing. You just hear the the the, the harmonica, <laughs> yeah, the, the sound of it. Yeah. So I thought it was. I, I don't know. It was, it, I do see what you mean about the comedy right. balance and the horror. So it does kind of give one layer over. It's, it's really good. Like they're just like they're just dumb college kids. Yes. And like, and like the added element of like Eli Roth's character, Justin. The, the skater guy comes in and sits at the fire with them. And he's like, he plays that role Dude, so yeah. well. Yeah. Like, you're, you're like, he was so sketch, 
but at the same time, you're like, I don't mind hanging out with this guy. Right, you know, yeah. Like really like, weird. The dude looked really chill. Yeah, he did. And I remember, like, in that scene, right before he comes in as, as Justin, they're telling a story, and... So, so Ryder Strong's character, what uh, Paul, he's telling a story to like his his college friends. Again, these are college kids, and it's some like crazy, weird like murder mystery kind of thing that that happened in his town. And when he's telling the story, he he reminds me like of those. You ever go to like a like hang out with friends like a like a party or something, and then there's a one person you've never really met before. Who tells this bogus ass story? Right, right, right. Who's like, dude, this is obviously fake. You know what right, I mean? That yeah. that's that's what I thought that was. Uh, that's how Paul came off. And as he's telling the story, I was thinking, yo, this is Eli Roth's first film. Like, I wonder how he. It's definitely gonna be different from where he is now to where he was back then. This and that, and I'm like, ah, we're probably not gonna see like a cameo of him. And just as I thought that, like, he turns it around in the story. He turns right, it around right. as like a ball, like he's, surgeon. He's, no, he was a. Or no, it was it was a, like, it was a bowling alley. Bowling alley, right, right. That's right. That's and right. he turns around. He's the bald guy that, that like gives you the shoes and whatnot. There we go. That's what I. Yeah. And, uh, and then like I guess he was a victim in the story too, and it shows his like <laughs> severed head, smiling, still smiling, in the, in the where you pick up the ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was hilarious, dude. I like cracked up, and then we see like, him. immediately after the story. <laughs> yeah, and when I saw, it, I was like, we, I, "People know that that's the same guy, right?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> but with the hair. Yeah. But I think that was funny because in that in itself, you know, like the film's not taking itself too seriously, right? So it, it, it was it was it was a fun project, and, and it was I don't know, dude. It was just made for the people. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have, as I mentioned, Ryder Strong as Paul, Jordan Ladd as Karen, and we've also got James DeBello as Bert, who is... Uh, is that the goofy dude? The goof, right? Yeah. The one that shoots the, the infected dude? Yeah, dude, he had like... Dude, they had the one rifle, and that rifle had so many rounds in it. Oh, I know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what? <laughs> Such dude, a small magazine, that too. That actor, dude, James DeBello, dude, he, he always plays, like, that, that same role, kind of. Yeah, yeah. He, and he, he's so good at it, dude. Right, dude, yeah. He just he it, just looks like that douche, like, <laughs> yes! like that silly. That, that, the guy who plays the football. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The football, like, I know sports. Um, if you guys don't know who that is, we also talked about him in the horror comedy he's in scary movie 2 yeah where he's like ray fucked me ray he's <laughs> that, that guy and we've got serena vincent as marcy and cutie by the way bo- both of them like yeah. super attractive so the film was based now it's these college students who get infected with this skin eating virus and this whole thing was actually based off a real-life infection that Eli Roth had suffered through. And it oh, was shit. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, it was a, a wicked-ass story where he was, he, was, he was backpacking, I think, in Iceland. And he, like, he, had, he came down. I don't know how he got it, but he came down with a skin infection uh, that like, it started eating his, his skin. And there's a scene in Cabin Fever where I think it was is it is it Karen? 
is it Marcy? Which one of the girls who starts shaving? I think that's Marcy. Marcy, you're right. So she starts shaving her legs, and then, like, she shaves it, and, like, you start seeing, like, the... Right. So that was actually kind of taken from his real-life experience with this infection, where he was shaving, and he, like, shaved, and, like, he cut his skin. Like, his skin, like, came off. And he just kind of kept shaving, kept cutting it, because I guess it felt... It felt relieving. You know, like when you scratch it and itch? Right. It felt like that. And it got to the point where all of his, the side of his face was bloody. Like, it was just running down and everything. And he, his his father was a doctor. I, I forget what practice, but his father had a friend in the field there with, with Eli. and yeah. Or, like, that lived around Eli at the time. And he he saw him and was like, "Hey, we gotta we gotta go get you to the uh, to the to the hospital because this is serious." So they take him to the hospital, and uh, the the nurse or whatever is like, "Hey, like we're gonna need some some kind of sample or something like that of of what's going on with you." And this guy, Mister Roth, Mister Eli, he just takes off a piece of his skin and hands it to the lady. Oh, dude, yeah, he like he just rips off of flesh, and the thing is, he's like it didn't hurt. Like the whole thing didn't hurt as he was cutting his flesh. Like, dude, I had no, no idea. Yeah, dude, I was like, whoa, holy shit, that was some crazy wicked thing. And he made it a movie. And he made it a movie, dude. Well, movie's far more extreme, but yeah, it definitely, gave, it let him let him to that exactly. And apparently, it's a thing that's like pretty common like a lot of people do get it a year it's like oh i forgot what number exactly but it's like oh this is a thing that exists in our world (laughs) in our world um so yeah i mean definitely that that's why you know college students will want to they'll meet other friends in college and they'll eventually want to go backpacking or go camping and that's why i'm telling you guys don't go to college just don't yeah, do it. Just don't do it. <laughs> so, There's only one reason why people go to college. <laughs> to get a good job. <laughs> to get a good job with a great starting salary. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> There's only one reason why kids go to college. Holy shit. Which is... <laughs> <laughs> if you guys haven't... Realize to this point, we, we quote accepted a lot. You guys probably won't get it, even if you've seen the movie. We, <laughs> we, we've just seen it way too much. <laughs> oh my gosh, I think we quoted that like in different episodes. Yeah, too. we do. <laughs> oh my gosh, buyers and sellers, <laughs> pimps and horse. <laughs> uh, Lewis Black, legend. Oh, fuck, dude. So, check this out now. Earlier, I mentioned that. This movie came out around the time where Scream was a big, big thing. And a lot of people were like, oh, shit, this, this movie, we love it. Yeah. So, what was it? He was So, Eli was trying to sell the script for Cabin Fever. And this, of course, was a time where Scream was a huge success. Uh, so, the studios that he was trying to sell it to, they kept rejecting his script. Because they're like, hey, no, we need a new film that's kind of like Scream. Right, they... They right. want to capitalize on what's currently making the bank. Exactly. So so, so they didn't take it. And he didn't want to make something like that. That's not what he's about, pretty much. 
so he ended up just gathering, I guess, the money or something, or or he was able to find eventually a studio that right. would help him out. But yeah, that that's kind of how that came about. So that's, I guess, in that way, it did, it didn't do as well because, like I mentioned, people were still kind of like, "Yo, we want slashers, we want right this type of horror." Not he was on another. He was on another level. Yeah. So you know, it's crazy. Like I, I'm pretty sure he didn't expect for it to be like somewhat of a cult classic at this point, right? Or or a movie that's still talked about. Like right, yeah. it, it had a sequel, which I watched and I enjoyed for the the gore factor. Yeah, but it was just weird. Mm-hmm. And then they remade, yeah, uh, Cabin Fever, almost scene by scene. Oh, really? Yeah. I, 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 if I remember correctly, I went on on, on Snapchat. I went on Netflix. Oh, okay. Because I saw it. And I clicked on it. I was like, wait, why does this seem different? <laughs> and then I was like, all right. And pause. Oh, this is a remake of Ooh. a movie I was made in 2002. Yeah. Which was weird. But I <laughs> I guess, man. Like, I, I looked it up on Netflix, too. And there was the Cabin Fever original. And then there was an updated one. Right. And, like, we... Wait, what? Like, because I heard about the remake, but I thought it was going to come out in theaters or something. Right, but yeah, yeah. apparently not. I'm like, uh, okay, I, I guess. But no, I don't know. I haven't seen the remake. I probably wouldn't want to. Just because, like, the, the first It's the one, same thing. Yeah, right, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought in this film, the acting was was okay. Right. It wasn't, like, anything... Right. Super or anything like it was that. Pretty generic horror acting. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you get a guy from Boy Meets World. I mean, there's not a whole <laughs> lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so one of the things that I found interesting was what we know of Eli Roth's style now is, like we mentioned, he pushes the envelope with like the gore and everything. Yeah. And in Cabin Fever, he can't. He he was. I think he was trying to find it because there wasn't a lot of right like gore into it like there was some scenes where i'm like all right show me the body show me this but i never got that right you know what i mean um one of the things was um and i apologize if i'm quoting the wrong character but i think it's marcy it's the girl who's who's banging the other guy who i don't know his name um jeff jeff that's his name the the blonde guy yeah, yeah. his girlfriend i forget her name but she uh, she gets sick, right? And she's got like the flat, the or the the virus on her back and on her legs and everything. Yeah. She takes a shower, which is like the bloodiest thing, oh, dude. Yeah. I was like, yo, I feel so woozy. Feel a little woozy here. <laughs> oh my gosh! And uh, I keep that thinking, look you gave me, yeah. like, you knew I was gonna say it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I don't know why, but the way you say it uh, also reminds me of, my clothes are getting out of style. <laughs> hey, hurry up, man. My clothes are going out of style. <laughs> Feel a little woozy here. <laughs> uh, but she she ends up, like, dipping from the cabin. She's, like, in her robe or whatever. And she's going to go check on the other girl, Karen. And then we have that dog who's been, like, threatening them the entire movie. And he, the dog, like, chases her and shit. All we get of that is just a severed foot. 
her severed foot. Oh yeah. And like chunks of uh, flesh. Not flesh. Not even flesh. It was just uh, like fabric, like the, her clothes. Oh, that's true. And I was like, oh, this is not what I wanted to see. I wanted to see more. Hey, where's your body? <laughs> she's she's alive until we see a body, dude. Like yeah. So she's still out there, and then Bert, who was sick, and he brought on the 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 hunter people who like the redneck right people. Yeah. He gets shot, and all you see is like the chunky flesh of uh, the chunk, chunky mess of blood right. splattered on the wall, and then later, like you don't even see his body because like. Paul is there. He like beats the the guys. Conveniently, by the way, right, yeah, yeah. super conveniently. Like he yeah, throws like some kind of heavy weight against the guy with the rifle. The guy falls down and shoots the main, the older guy, with the handgun. Shoots him in the gut, and then he stabs the fatter guy through the ear with a screwdriver. Yeah, I'm like this is too convenient, my man. But even even Paul, or I'm sorry, Bert, he. Like, when, when Jeff comes back in at the end of the film, he's, like, looking around, and you see Bert's body, but, like, the the armrest of the chair is tipped over above his head, so, like, you can't even see his head. Right. And I'm like, ah, dude, <laughs> fuck. Like, I'm thinking that might might have been due to budget or something. But More like, than likely. Yeah. But I'm dude, like, if ah. you had... If you give Eli Roth enough money, dude, he's gonna. Oh, uh, he would have, yeah. He's gonna kill it. Every yeah, time, you know what I mean. So I mean, uh, that's the only thing that kind of turned me off. But what we do see is pretty gnarly, dude. Especially Karen. Yeah. Bro. So the dog is eating Karen's like side in the bed, and then uh, that's when um, Paul shoots it because like the dog chases him and shoots it. He goes back to Karen. He, like, turns her over and, like, oh, dude. Like, 90% of her skin is gone. Like, you just see her teeth and her jaws yep. and stuff. I'm like, oh! Like, like it almost, like, like if you were to just, like, place her ha- la- like her like your hand on her, like, chest and put a little bit of pressure, it would just oh. caved in. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, a, like, a, like, a, like a watermelon. Like, oh, dude. Oh, gosh. Exactly. That's disgusting. That's so nice. Ew. <laughs> Chris was just wiping his hands of fake or imaginary uh, gunk. Filth. Yeah. <laughs> gunk. <laughs> so he takes a shovel and he like slams it on her head. And I'm like, did you run out of bullets at this time? <laughs> like, that would be more merciful. Man, be humane. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hey, guy, be humane. <laughs> but, oh, man. One thing that really pissed me off was when... Bert, he was he went back to that little convenience store to get help or whatever. Yeah. And this one he was already getting sick and he's like calling for help and you have that weird like non binary kid who <laughs> like <laughs> You have this weird non binary <laughs> He's the kid that bites people's hands. Yeah. And he just starts shouting, Pancakes! He's like, what the fuck? I don't have pancakes. And the kid then proceeds to do some weird, funky, 70s martial arts moves. Like, he, like, spin uh, kicks and everything. And I'm yeah. like, this is annoying to me. Are you, are you 
Buster Rhymes from <laughs> Halloween Resurrection? No? Stop. <laughs> and then, dude, oh, and then the, the, this is what I didn't really like either, is the fact that the kid goes on and bites Bert's hand, and of course, he's already infected, and then the kid, like, he looks in horror as he's biting his hand, and it's like, did you not, what did you think was going to happen if right. you bit someone and broke their skin? You're going to taste blood, and right. this is nasty blood. And then the kid runs back to his dad, and he's like, the dad's like, you son of a bitch. He's blaming Bert. Right. And I'm like, dude, it's your shit of a kid that did this. <laughs> right. Like, what the fuck? Like, I thought that was just a little bit lazy writing just to get some kind of human threat element into right. the film. I'm like, ah, I could have done a little bit more. Like, maybe if Bert physically right. attacked the kid or something, that would have been a little bit better. But, no. What did you think about this film overall? Overall, it's a fun movie to watch. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Um, if you've seen Eli, Eli Roth's more recent work, I think it'd be fun to see his debut film, to see like how far he's come. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just overall, fun movie. Glad I own it. Right. <laughs> I'm a fan. Exactly. So, again, today's lesson on that is don't go camping in the woods. Right. To a cabin. To a cabin. Because you'll get infected, bro. Yeah. That's how it works. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so we're going to go into what's going on in horror. Oh. And we got a, a bit of some juicy things coming yeah. you guys' way. If I can get my notes together. Because <laughs> I take notes, you guys. <laughs> and in today's news, our first story today, we have... Liv Tyler, who is, who's been missing from the starlight in films for a while, you know, maybe just focusing on life, you know, whatever. She's been eyed for uh, the role of Andy's mom in the Child's Play remake. God, I hope that works out, man. Yeah, yeah. Because when we talked about The Strangers, Mm -hmm. we, we were like, Liv Tyler... Where are you? Where are you? Yeah, we still haven't received a response. Yeah, she hasn't got back to us. Yeah, we've uh, proceeded to do a, a, a search hunt, a search party. Yeah. No results yet. So if anyone has seen uh, has any uh, seen Liv Tyler, has any word on Liv Tyler, please contact the Horror Academy. That's the Horror Academy at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, dude, I love Liv Tyler, man. And like just to see her take any role in, in horror, right. like in any horror film, like that's awesome. And uh, let alone a, a Chucky remake, which is promising to be darker and more, I guess, brutal. Yeah. So well, hopefully it leans that way. The current films for Chucky just kind of have lost their spark right There's since the beginning no, no one gives a fuck for the most part just like the hardcore fans right yeah you know what I mean yeah. but hopefully this remake does kind of bring not only a good horror film but Liv Tyler back into the acting business right, and absolutely. stuff like that we would love to see her that's that's always great to, to have so no word yet as to any confirmation she hasn't uh, said yes or no. I don't know if they've even 
offered her anything or right. whatever the case, but they're just kind of considering her. So this is still super fresh, and um, we'll keep you guys posted as this, this story develops. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, we've got the new Slenderman trailer that dropped. Yes. And I watched this, and I was like, yo, this has some scary elements to it, some creepy kind of, um, like, obscure kind of figures yeah, into it. Yeah, it's... it's so upon watching this trailer, it looks like it's taken. Um, what was the word I'm looking for? It's taking snippets from like past paranormal films, like The Ring and stuff right. like that. Like I feel like it's going for that dark, eerie, like yeah. ghost vibe that like of like the early 2000s. The only thing that does feel weird to me is I almost feel like it doesn't know what it is, like. Watching the trailer, it's, it's still confusing. Mm-hmm. The initial teaser was, what are you? Yeah, that's like, exactly what I thought. Okay, you, you're calling yourself Slender Man, but you just showed weird clips of, like, nothing, pretty much. And- I, I, I feel like it's... Because there's that story of, like, the girls who right. stabbed their friend because they said the Slender Man told them to. Yeah. And I feel like they're going to do that, but with a... The, the figure of him into it. Right. Like, uh, I, also, don't like that he shapeshifts. Does he do that? Yeah, he he, he was like, he had like octopus legs. Oh, well, that's that's what he, that's part of the lore. Of yeah, him. but just keep it simple. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but it, it does feel weird, almost like it doesn't know what it is, but I'm not going to rule that out just yet. It did get a PG-13 rating, which you guys all know I'm super against. Yeah. But if you haven't seen it, Watch it. Let us know what you Let think. Let us know what you think. You might think it looks fucking awesome. If that's the case, hell mm-hmm. yeah. We're going to watch it, obviously, and, and talk about it when it does come out. But, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll let you guys know. That's uh, August 10th yeah. uh, release date. So Same day as... Uh, along Came the Devil. So we're going to have uh, some some review-type stuff going on there. Perhaps a mini-sode. Perhaps so. Perhaps... So, <laughs> um, also in the news, we got James Wan and Jason Blum, who are in talks of developing a new doll horror f- movie called Megan, but it's M three again. So when will and will when will they stop doing that? <laughs> <laughs> put a number instead of a letter, a letter in the title of a movie. Yeah, like, it's like, uh, don't. Hey. Just spell it right. Just spe- <laughs> dude, just spell it, dude. <laughs> that's, but, so, that's so uh, 2006 text messaging. Right. Text. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm hoping, first of all, don't be PG-13. Oh, uh, hopefully but, not. I don't know, man. Megan's a weird name for a creepy doll movie. It, yeah, I'm not too like crazy about it. Annabelle is perfect, right? Like Annabelle just sounds like a scary doll, right? But, like Megan, <laughs> Megan. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be a doll of Megan from Drake and Josh <laughs> doing like a regular yeah. type pranks, and it's gonna be like they're gonna take the story of Megan winning the chili contest. <laughs> The one where uh, Josh uses a Peruvian puff pepper. From South America. <laughs> South America! 
Um, but yeah, man, that that's pretty. Uh, anything James Wan is in is almost a surefire, just banger of a film. Yeah, absolutely. So it most likely is going to be uh, executive or uh, producer, executive producer. Uh, it is going to be directed by Gerard Johnstone, who also filmed House Hound. And written by Akella Cooper, who is the writer for American Horror Story. Um, so apparently we have a bit of synopsis. So I guess this movie is going to be about this uh, ro- ro- roboticist for a toy company that uses you know, artificial intelligence to create this, this doll. And can you guess what this doll's name is? Yeah, it's, it's M3. M3. <laughs> 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 and she creates this doll to form some kind of friendship or bond with the roboticist's orphaned niece. But as we all know with AI, it starts taking on some kind of intelligence of its own and starts being a little too protective of this of her new friend. So that is the synopsis for that film. Sounds interesting. Um, it it kind of has the same like every other robot film right, kind of right. thing, but yeah. hopefully with that horror and hopefully James Wan twist, we get something a little, you know, better from that. I hope it has like crazy creepy music. Oh, I hope so. Like Insidious, Conjuring kind of music. But yeah, man, that that's that's sh- I I'm not gonna say it's gonna be bad. I think it's gonna be good. It's yeah. Hopefully, it has some some good yeah. some goodness to it. And then our top story today. I'm <laughs> we got more news on the Joker, and if you guys have been on the internet at all, at all <laughs> then you know what what has been going on. You know what's good. Um, so we've got the so so they just mentioned that um for the joker origin movie they're gonna give joker the name arthur fleck like that's gonna be his his name and i don't know there's something about giving this man an actual name right that is like ah because even in the comics there's a there's a point where batman gets the opportunity to ask any question and he'd be able to get the answer for it and he asked who who murdered his parents, and then we in the in the comics like it responds. It says you know oh this person did it, and then he asks what's the Joker's real name, and it never it doesn't tell us. But Batman that finds hears out. It. He hears that he like reacts like powerful to it. Yeah, he kind of goes nuts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But we but the the audience never finds out what the name is. So this kind of destroys that mystery to it, which is it's really hard to kind of do because you're making an origin movie right there's no way to have it have it anywhere good if if the audience can't relate to the main character and that means that means giving him a name so that we can relate to him that he's in some levels a human um we also have zazie beats who is going to be who she was in Deadpool 2 playing Domino. She's going to be his love interest, Sophie DeMond or something, if you that's how you pronounce it. And then, of course, we got Robert De Niro. Yes. Who's been um, confirmed? Right, confirmed. I think, I think he's been confirmed. I, think we don't, so. no, I don't think we know his role yet. Uh, yeah, he's actually playing Murray Franklin, who's a late-night TV host. 
Nice. Yeah, so he's not any kind of villain. He's a, just a TV a host. Guy. Yeah, just, just a guy. So, I have a fear of this movie. What is that? So, it's supposed to be like a dark drama with like horror elements showing like his turn into this monstrous villain. Right. I'm scared that this movie is going to show what gets him to become the Joker. Obviously, that's what it is. But what I'm saying is we're going to see Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker in full costume, like, at the end. Oh, like if they did, like, a whole Smallville thing? Right. Like, we see it all lead to that event. Right. And then at the very end, we see him, like, cackling or something. Yeah. And though... It wouldn't be terrible. I don't want that. Yeah. I want Joaquin Phoenix, who's arguably one of the greatest actors of all time. Yeah. Don't argue with me. (laughs) I want to see him full on Joker makeup, just brutal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that reveal would still be something to to portray in the film. Like, something to, to like, kind of hype up in the film. But... Halfway through, not at the end. Right, because uh, I don't see this getting any kind of sequels or anything. Like, this is just like a one and done kind of deal. Yeah. Like, they just want to put this story out there, you know. Exactly. You know what, I mean? um, what was it? Because, oh, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Son of a bitch. But um, I was going to say he does the Joker. Oh, because it's very misleading if they did that. Right. Because it's like, okay, well, we're going to go see this Joker origin movie. Or we're going to see him as it. But, oh, no, no, you're going to see him at the end. Yeah. So we technically like, told, gave you what you came to pay like, for. don't do a Joseph Gordon-Levitt thing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that was the worst. Dude, I was so upset. Like, you serious, dog? Like, you're yeah. going to do this to me? That was that was bad. But I, I definitely see what, what you mean. And we also have, oh, oh, gosh, Francis something. Oh, I forget her name. But she was in the... First season of American Horror Story, who played the old maid, and okay. she was in uh, How I Met Your Mother, who played Barney's mom. Yeah. I forget her name. I think it's Frances something something. She's going to be playing Arthur's mom, Penny Fleck. So, mm-hmm. interesting choice. I think I think she would... The dad's going to be Ben Affleck. What? The dad. What about the dad? His name's going to be Ben Benna? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were Ben Affleck. (laughs) It's a joke. Because he's a joker. Okay. And Ben Affleck's Batman. (laughs) (laughs) You seem so lost. I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) All right, guys. We're cutting it short. (laughs) That was just snow, guys. No. Um, So we had. I, apparently, there's this theory where Penny Fleck had so in in the film is she would have this attraction or something to her former employer. Who get this is Thomas Wayne. Oh, hot diggity doom! And the theory is that he would be Arthur's biological father, making in the film. Yeah, right. so so making the Joker. Batman's half brother. Maybe that's why he went insane. Oh, that's true. 
Oh shit! <laughs> he like walked in on, on them banging. <laughs> 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 That's the whole origin, right, yeah. guys. Holy shit! And tell us what you guys think. How do you guys feel about the Joker origin film? Yeah. And how do you guys feel about Slenderman trailer? Is it gonna be good? Is it gonna be I? Or Chai. <laughs> uh, well, we definitely want to hear what you guys think. Again, that's thehoracademy at gmail.com. Or, or DM us on Instagram at thehoracademy. That's right. We're always ta- we're talking to some of you guys. You guys are really cool. Yeah, we, we've actually had some people DM us, and it's it's awesome. Like We, yeah. love, we love it. Yeah, we like yeah. talking to you guys. It's, it's awesome. always awesome. So that's going to do it for Horror News today. And um, we'll, we'll hit you with something else next week. And that, oh, well, I actually kind of want to do the shoutouts now. Yeah, let's let's. I can hacerlo. That means let's let's do, do it. in Spanish. In Spanish. So we um we wanted to give a, a special shout out, of course, to to one of our followers on Instagram. We see you, man. It's uh that horror dude seventy four. And if you guys want to check him out, that's gonna be on Instagram. That's gonna be that underscore horror. Underscore, dude. <laughs> underscore 74. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we, we noticed you, man. We, you're always like liking our stuff. And we, we, ah, we appreciate the love, dude. Definitely from the bottom of our hearts here at the Horror Academy. And uh, also, we're going to give a, a shout out to uh, a friend of ours in the horror community on Instagram, HorrorheadX. Um, Don't forget the X. Uh, her name's Allison. She's very awesome. Follow her page. She's a collector and a horror lover. Yeah, and, and she has just recently... She just made a YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, she's been uh, working on that for a while now. She finally got a video up of a review uh, of, some, of some goodies that she got on a trip. Um, so yeah. g- give give her a, a follow. Check out her YouTube channel. Subscribe. It's uh, it's pretty fun to watch, man. And, and uh, she's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so... Stay tuned next week. We'll give a, a weekly shout out again. Yeah. Stuff like that. So if you want to get noticed, <laughs> how about you message us? <laughs> that's so that's so threatening, dude. Right. <laughs> so we're gonna continue this roller coaster with Hostile. Dun, dun, dun. Hostile. And this movie came out in 2005. And I remember like watching this. I didn't know what a hostel was, so I right. thought, oh, just a movie. And we had to be, we were taught in school, well, not like specifically, like it was part of the curriculum, but our teacher was like, hey, so hostels are actually like a, a like kind of like a hotel almost. Right, so right. that's that's what that is. Don't let the movie fool you. I'm like, oh, that makes more sense why it's called that. But a hostel has a very dark kind of vibe because it yes. sounds like, like a hostage right. kind of. So I'm like, oh, or like, or like or hostile, hostile, that too. So it's a good, it's a good title. Definitely changed my perception of it as a kid. I don't know what the fuck that was. And so this movie was actually executive produced by Quentin Tarantino. The man. The man. The dude. legend. <laughs> the myth. <laughs> he apparently, Eli Roth kind of spoke with Quentin about this film and Quentin, or Mr. Tarantino, I don't want to disrespect him if he ever listens to this. And uh, he kind of read the script and was like, yo, you got to make this, like, now. And so he's like, oh, shit, all right, cool, let's, let's do it. So they kind of talked it over. Uh, they, they partnered up to make this film. This had a budget of $4.8 uh, $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4. $4
pretty it's he's like yeah, elevating yeah, his he, status he's there making it, he's making it dude uh we've got jay hernandez as paxton leading man we got Derek richardson who plays josh and some foreigner um Epor, maybe i don't know i can't pronounce his last name as ollie so if you've seen the movie you know who i'm talking about and this is the film that i was saying like this is where eli was inspired by like asian horror movies right because they really do push the the envelope and that's when he was saying american horror story or horror stories american horror films are playing it safe and he didn't want to do that so he made this film i almost feel like this is the movie that branded eli roth yes the movie that gave him the identity in the horror world right and kind of it was kind of like, this is me. You know who I am now. Witness. Yeah. <laughs> Say my name. <laughs> and, yeah, dude, I think this is where he's... I, I think this is where, you know, like you said, we, we started figuring out who he was. And then we're like, oh, he made Cabin Fever too, Like, or as well. You know what I mean? So I think this is, to most people, like, this is... This can be seen as his first film, even though Kevin Fever was his directorial debut. Right. But this one was the one that kind of brought him into the spotlight. So it was well-deserved because it was a doozy, a banger of a film. Absolutely. It was intense. Dude, so the first time I watched Hostel was at a family gathering. (laughs) Okay. It was at my uh, cousin Frankie's house, who was on our previous episode. We were. It was me, Frankie, and a few other cousins in his room, and he was like, "Yo, I just got this crazy ass movie," and I was like, "Oh, sure, whatever." Like, like me being as young as I was in two thousand six. Yeah, I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, cool. I'll, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll watch it. I, I'm cool with yeah. you guys." He puts it on, and this shit is like scarring me left and right. Yeah, dude. I'm watching this in absolute like. Oh shit! Like this is crazy, yeah, dude. And I'm terrified of traveling now, like oh. kind of shit. And then like my my grandma walked in and she was so mad. At me <laughs> no miran <laughs> películas sucias. <laughs> it was a. Uh, it was. It's definitely one of those movies that one of the few movies, and I'm pretty sure everyone who loves horror or even people who've just seen horror movies, like there's there's those few movies that scarred them as when they were younger yeah that they'll watch and then it, it, it just kind of had them thinking late at night or like throughout like th- their week of, after watching s- like a film such as hostile there's always that movie that does that for them and, and hostile it happened to be one of those for me right yeah dude yeah. it definitely scars you dude yeah, it's like dude, it's, oh shit especially when you've never been introduced to that level oh, of my mentality gosh. before like yeah, we watched like Ghost Ship, the scene where they all get cut in half and stuff like that. But, but like, that's like PG thirteen right. stuff. Yeah. And, but you watch this, and, and it's like their their reactions to the pain and everything seems so realistic. You're yeah. just like, oh my god, because you feel that. Dude. Yeah, dude, you, you start cringing. Yeah, dude. I remember this uh, this episode or episode this scene in the film where one of the guys, and I'm thinking it's Josh. Yeah, who, from uh, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, he gets like the backs of his. Oh, ankles? he cuts the heels, man. <laughs> oh, the Achilles tendons. Oh, gosh. And, like, uh, like the way... Okay, so first of all, the way he screamed, dude. Oh, man. That alone was, like, stuck in my mind, dude. And, like, when he was gagged and he was, like, throwing up. 
and like there was nowhere for the vomit to escape the gag and like when once he took it off he was just like drowning in his own vomit and just coughing and coughing and like and then when he stands up dude after his his tendons are cut he attempts his getaway and as soon as he stands up stands up you see just the heels just they just wait wait let me try to make a sound effect <laughs> they just split open dude and it's like oh, oh dude. fuck dude i remember that oh, oh shit it was so brutal so it was executed perfectly yeah it delivered exactly what they meant to deliver and that shit was one of the things that scarred me I like it was holding my like yeah <laughs> I was holding, yeah like oh no 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 and there was that one scene I think it was against uh, um, Paxton where the his his torturer had like this stick with like three prongs yeah, to it yeah and he like just stabbed him in the chest with it I was like oh or the <gasps> drill to the thigh oh damn dude <laughs> that's like the sound of the drill and just like digging into your skin just, oh god no oh. no thank you. Ooh, I'll stay in America. Yeah, where it's safe. We just deal with uh, racism. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I mean th- this this film. I in in an interview, of course, Eli Roth was saying that he wanted to go for a slow burning horror, which yeah. this was. So you don't get the the intensity until like closer to the end closer to the end like he just wanted to kind of capitalize on who the characters were it it worked so well yeah i I feel like it paid off because like you were seeing these dudes heading to their impending doom yeah like you knew what was coming and you didn't you didn't know at what level but you knew it was going to be bad right and the build-up was perfect man It it was excellent exactly and he made uh eli roth was mentioning how he made this kind of foreshadowing almost in the film where in the beginning they were paying for hookers right and on the opposite end these businessmen were paying for For their pleasure their pleasure exactly which by the way dude dude these these people aren't like hitmen they're not like in the dark web of right these are just rich guys yeah they're like running they're ceos of some company and they're like just going into the office the next day, like, hey, Susan. And Susan's like, oh, hey, how, hey, John, how was your weekend? Oh, you know, uh, the kids, uh, they got yeah. me. But in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, I was torturing the fuck out of some dude and I killed him. But, you know, whatever. Dude, that's like, like, like their like, purge. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's their release of, like, their quote unquote stressful lives. Oh, my God. You rich fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't I don't like suit and tie people, dude. I go to work and there's some there's some dudes who are like in a actual suit and tie everything right. and I'm like, I don't like you, man. Like I bet you go home at, on the weekends and you travel to Czechoslovakia and torture the fuck out of someone. <laughs> <laughs> dude, and, uh, after I watched this movie, I was thinking like this concept isn't too far from something that can actually exist. Well, yeah, dude. I truly believe there's shit like that in the world yeah and dude we were just talking about last episode about the dark or right, the deep web right there there's stuff on the like and i don't want to talk about it too much because they might be listening that's true <laughs> <laughs> but like we've heard the stories of like the deep web and stuff and and this is just recent 
But things like this must have been going on or have been going on forever. Right. We know the brutality of humanity throughout history. Mm-hmm. Why is it so far-fetched to assume that organizations like this exist? Exactly. And that's what even scared me more, dude. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, this shit could be real, dude. Yeah. So don't be a college kid and travel. <laughs> don't don't travel, you guys. Don't go to college because you'll want to travel. You'll you'll meet up with some guys and like, hey man, let's go let's go backpacking. <laughs> don't ever come to me and say backpacking, yeah. dude. First of all, what? Why is it called backpacking? Yeah, you're traveling. You're dude. traveling. You know what I mean? You uh, like yeah. You're gonna you're gonna have a backpack with you, but people who go to Disneyland aren't. Backpacking. Yeah. I don't go shoeing to the store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wearing shoes, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I just hate that term. Don't don't ever invite me to, to go backpacking. <laughs> don't don't mouth those words anywhere near me. I will cut your throat, dude. <laughs> I will sell you to a hostel in Czechoslovakia. <laughs> Czechoslovakia. By the way, this film actually got Eli Ross in, in trouble with the Czech government. Are you serious? Yeah, they oh, were shit. like, they were like, they got really offended about this. They're like, hey, you're you're making our country seem like this is it, but it's it's not. It's a beautiful place. This and that. Or they, they want us to think. <laughs> yeah, dude. They they even they were like, hey, they, they offered Eli Roth a all expenses paid trip to go to their country to see like, hey, look, this is this is what we have to offer. It's if great. That happened to me. If I made that movie and they offered that, I'd be like, you're gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Exactly. Hey, not going, this seems sketch. This and- is literally what my movie's about. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, dude. Seriously. Oh my gosh. But yeah, they got really offended by that. This and that and I'm like he, he uh Ross responded to like, hey, that's not about you guys, it's not me trying to say that you, you are a bad country right, in this way. It's just an organization that happened to practice in that area. Exactly. That, that's that's pretty much yeah. the the idea behind it. It's, there's nothing like underlying. It could have been anywhere. Exactly. Yeah. He could have done it here. Yeah, you know what I mean? Russia, like Russia, whatever. Whatever. So don't get your pennies in a bunch. That's lesson numero two. But uh, yeah, dude, this is where we started to see a lot of envelope pushing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, this dude. is a huge step from Cabin Fever. I want to know what that means, pushing the envelope. I, th- I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, you're just you're just pushing, pushing an envelope. Like, like, is it like... No, I can't even think about like what could it possibly mean. Yeah, because I push envelopes all the time, and I'm yeah. not gory. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not I'm not offending right. anyone. Yeah, I'm not like, like, oh, you're crossing the line, dude. Don't push that envelope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just sounds cool to say, I guess. I guess so. It makes sense, right? Of course, we got... Part two, hostile, hostile part two, another banger, dude. Another this cringe, was, gore fest, dude. This was nasty, but like in that, like, damn, this is nasty as yeah, fuck yeah. in a good way, right? And I, I didn't mean cringe, like in like the current definition for. It. I mean like cringe, like it makes you like queasy, like the like, the Achilles heel yeah, shredding thing of that like, it makes you like. You grab onto the parts that the person is getting tortured by. Right, and like, by. you tuck your head and you start like, So this one came out two years later, 2007. 
had a budget of $10.2 million, so I guess they saw the success of the first one. We're like, hey, we'll give you some more. Um, however, it did just gross $35.6 million, so not, a, not very well done. Or not very well done. Not not very well received is what I meant to say. Which is weird. It was. Like, like how are you going to like the first one, but then be like, oh, the second one was a little too much. The second one was so good, dude. I, I think it was... Personally, the the gore was a, a step down from the second one or from the first one. But I I don't even see it that way though. Like I feel like the gore was there. Like it was there, but I feel like the first one was more extreme maybe, with it. Maybe the shock value was different. The shock like, value, maybe, yeah. You already expected it. I guess. Exactly, exactly. I mean, the first one, dude. By the way, I want to talk about the scene in the first one where Jay escapes and he comes back into the hospital to save that girl that's being tortured the eye the eye dude oh holy shit dude uh, she's getting tortured by that guy who is one of those actors where you can't you don't know his name but you've seen him <laughs> everywhere <laughs> everywhere dude yeah yeah he's got like a like a like a rat face yeah almost. He, yeah he had a, a scene in like day after tomorrow he was on the bus he was on the bus he was in the condemned oh yeah as the like pro producer guy yeah. or whatever He's like it almost every. He's in suits, USA. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? What are you doing? And so he he shoots the guy, and he goes to the girl, and like her eye is hanging like, out, like, like melted and like hanging down the side of her face. Dude, the screams were like brutal, dude, and like her face was just charred. And he like, dude, he like picks it up with the glove, and I'm like, ah, but like her eye hurts. <laughs> And, uh, like, she's in already in pain. Ah, all right. And then he proceeds to cut it, dude. That little snippet sounds... And then, like, right after, like, the fluids, dude. Yeah. Ooh. It was, like, a like a paste, like... Dude, it was, like, like pus, dude. Yeah. Oh. Dude, it was so brutal. That was crazy. And he escapes with her. And they go to the train. And then she kind of catches a reflection of herself. And she's like... I can't live like this. <laughs> exactly. Not anymore. Not anymore. Like, who's going to want to be with me? And so she ends up, like, jumping in front of the train and, like, just... and then Jay's like, oh, well, thank God for that. I don't want to <laughs> deal with that. <laughs> so and then he escapes, right? So now we move into Hostel Part 2, where we pick off with his story, or pick up with his story. Yeah. And it's so intense because he, like, he wakes up. Out of nowhere, too. Yeah. He, he, he wakes up, like, from a nightmare that he was still back in the hostel. And he's like, oh, you know, whatever. Like, my life's back to normal, sort of. I'm, I'm safe. And then I think it's his girlfriend or something that the following morning she goes into the kitchen. And he's sitting in the, in the dining table, only his body is sitting on it. Without his head. <laughs> dude his head was gone like, dude. like 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 a clean cut yeah and i guess he was eating cereal or some shit and then like his cat was like licking like the stub of his neck oh dude and that uh, kind of was like oh man i like that character yeah but it just goes to show like these guys are yeah, not everywhere it's pretty much yeah. the illuminati yeah exactly exactly <laughs> like whatever you do once you're there once you're caught by these people yeah. there's no getting out of right. it yeah so we're gonna teach you how to get out of it in this movie stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> so we've got 
Well, Lauren German, who plays the main lead, gorgeous, Beth, gorgeous, beautiful, Beth Salinger, and we got this other character's name I can't pronounce, Bijou, maybe Phillips, as Whitney uh, Swirling, who plays Beth's friend. Is that the one from uh, uh, Princess Diaries? No, no, oh. the, that one is actually played by Heather Matarazzo. Ah, yes. That's Lorna. Lorna, Lorna yeah. oh, dude, that was like such a sad. Dude, Lorna man. is. So so, the actress Heather, she's pretty attractive. Like she she has some like cute quality. She's to her. adorable. She's yeah. adorable, and she brings that to her character. Yeah, and like she, it's like enhanced. Like you, you see her as such a nice girl. Yeah, like like such a sweetheart. And right. Damn you, Eli Roth, man! Got us right in the feels. <laughs> And so she plays Lorna, which, by the way, Lorna? Change her name. <laughs> Just be Lori. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Don't Laura. Go, it's like, yeah. Lorna. <laughs> like, oh. No me gusta. I don't like that, man. But, um, yeah. <laughs> so this this movie, like I mentioned, for me personally, it didn't have... It, like, it had the gore, and it was like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. But it, it wasn't to the fuck, shock. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't to the level as the first one was. And in the, the second one, we have these three girls who are, what are they doing? They're, they're backpacking. They're traveling. They're traveling. And what are they? They're college students, too. So don't, don't be a college student, because you'll be compelled to travel. Right. <laughs> and so... They they go on this this trip and to the same place, and uh, they they get they got they got followed by that Sasha lady, right? I think her name was the some some model lady, model girl, yeah. Not now, dude. They were like attractive as hell. I'm like, oh, they um, there's this scene where they're at this like party thing or something. Yeah, it's like a weird festival that. Right. Would only happen in a small foreign town. Exactly. Something you have no clue exists. Right, exactly. Yeah. And uh, the Beth is kind of telling Lorna, like, hey, you know, this guy, he likes you, but I don't think you should be alone with him because we don't know them and we're in a, what are we in? We're in a foreign country, so it's best to right. stay here. And then Lorna's like, you know what? I hear you. That makes sense, but I'm going to ignore it. I've seen Hostel. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what's going to happen. This is totally different. Be calm down. Shut up. So she goes. She meets this guy and he takes her and he's like, "Hey, I'm he's a gonna... gentleman." Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go treat you to something nice. I'm gonna show you what it's like to be in a good, serious relationship." And you know what? I'm gonna we're gonna exchange numbers and we're gonna fall in love, girl. She's like, "You you cut me at hey." And so yeah. she goes, they go on this, like, boat thing. And then when they when they dock, when they land, when they reach the shore, the shore, she's, like, getting out and he's, like, tying the boat or something. And then she is kidnapped. Yep. She's kidnapped. Kidnapped, that's it. Right? And then she wakes up. And she wakes up not in a fashion in which one would usually like to wake up right you you wouldn't as as you would say comfortable <laughs> exactly that's that's not it's quite the opposite it's quite the opposite because she she wakes up and 
dare I say, dangling from the ceiling? And dare I add, upside down. (laughs) (laughs) And naked. Naked. Right. So she's, not only is she tied upside down, but she's tied in a way like BDSM style, too. Right, she's... Yeah, you're, right. not, you're not getting out of that. Exactly. There's, there's no way. Yeah. And and also, you practice caution if you want to try because you're going to fall and hit your head and, you know, die. Yeah. So she's in this weird chamber-like room. And then from the doorway comes this really... Very woman. Woman, right. right. She comes by in, like, this sexy outfit and everything. And I'm like, this is... It's kind of weird because you're about to do the things that you shouldn't do to yeah, another you don't person. Know, you don't really know what to expect either. Yeah, it's weird. You're kind of, I, okay, so I know this is going to be a torture scene, but what are you going to do? Yeah, and I'm kind of excited to see. So she gets naked, too, and like gets under beneath Lorna. and yeah, then in a, in a tub. In a tub, yeah. And then a very Lady Death kind of way, she takes out a scythe, and she's like scratching Lorna's back like oh dude oh did man. you hear like the sound like dude <laughs> and then, like the blade was like like just grazing her you can feel you can see it like cling onto the skin a little bit and then just slide across you can hear it yeah like it wasn't cutting her yeah. but it was just like scratching it was her. just like you can hear it going across the skin and you yeah. can almost feel how sharp it was yeah it was and you're like oh this is going to be bad right and that part was just like oh and then and- she was crying and begging it was like the most sad oh, thing dude. ever by the way another thing on this scene Eli Roth you motherfucker <laughs> you make these people these actors scream in the most haunting way yeah dude oh my gosh upon the first slash of the back with the, the first cut dude yeah and like that blood squirts on the lady and she's like has an orgasm pretty much yeah she starts screaming, dude, and it's. I wanted to save her so bad. Right, dude. Like, don't kill her. You just man. wanted to come in guns blazing. Right, yeah. And she starts fucking her up. Dude, she's cutting yeah. her all over the place. And she's like, she, her bo- whole body's like shaking and like trembling. Yeah. She's like just screaming and, and just crying. And dude, it was so. There's so much panic and just. Dude, yeah. Cause like again, terror. She, yeah, because again, she can't escape. Move. You can't yeah. move. Like you can't even like fathom like that kind of torture, dude. Right. That shit is nuts. And and all the while, the girl, the the, the woman beneath her is like uh, woman. Woman is being drenched in this hot blood, and she's like loving it. And I'm I'm kind of loving it too. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> But it was like, yo, this is this is hard to watch because like Lorna's my girl, like she's she's my friend, she's this girl that I was like, oh man, I kind of wish that I kind I kind of wanted you to have that white picket fence life, you know right, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And then she she, you know, spoiler alert, lo and behold, she doesn't get it because at the end she gets her throat slit and from the scythe. So much blood. So much, dude. And then she just she's just dead right after that. Yeah, I can like imagine Eli Roth in that scene. Like, obviously it was practical effects, right? But he's just like they're just rubbing his chin, like good. <laughs> that looks good. Okay, 
That's what I want. Good job, guys. Like, <laughs> are you not like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, like, even, like, if I directed a movie like that, I had the talent for it and the money for it, and, like, that scene was happening, dude, I would be, be like, like, oh, 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 oh dude. This is so <laughs> sick. <laughs> dude, oh, my gosh. Imagine he's like, you know what? We're going for a real look here, you guys, so I need you to actually cut her. Yeah, you <laughs> just slice her throat. <laughs> Lorna, I forget your real name. Sorry. Um, you signed the contract. What are you talking about? <laughs> actually tied up, can't move. They won't know that you're actually going to die. This is Hollywood. <laughs> you imagine. Dude, it. that. What are you talking about? Wait, what do you mean? Oh, man. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> but, yeah, like, how... I mean, I know that he's been... He's used to it, because he's, he's made... Not only Hostel and, and Cabin Fever, but he's also made a few dozen short horror films, or short films, like, in his time before he came into Hollywood. But still, it's like... You know what? That was a good scene. Good, good take, you guys. Like, yeah. loved it. Like it was just, it's just weird. Like I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine that, dude. Like even like even if we were like being interns, I know. And then we walked into that scene, like, oh shit, what have I done? <laughs> dude, but also like even think, thinking about like actor wise, like if you were an actor, how do you prepare for a scene like that, dude? Right. Like you're fully exposed. The whole world is gonna watch this. Yeah. And like you have to put your like you have to go in a place in your mind where you allow yourself to express yourself as realistically as possible. Yeah. And that shit was haunting, man. She did a fantastic job. Amazing job, yeah. So that's Heather Matarazzo for you guys. Um, really, really good. Really good performance, I think, in that film. She really brought something to the character that made you feel, you know, awful. Right. When that scene took place. So I think there's only one person for that job. I'm just kidding. Probably others, but she... She brought she that. It, she pulled it off. She pulled it off. And uh, we also have Roger Bart, who played Stewart. And he's also another guy, another actor, oh, yeah. who you've seen him in places, but you don't know yeah. where. Where have I seen this? Dude, I don't even know, man. Like, I've seen him before. I can't even. I, I don't know. know. I, straight it's up. It's crazy. His dude. character was dope. Like, like yeah. he, I hated him. Yeah. But that's why he was dope. Like, yeah. He was, he, I don't know, that character portrayal was excellent like you at first were like for this guy a little bit You're like, yeah oh, he doesn't want to do it. maybe he's gonna be the hero and uh, nope he's an absolute piece huge 180 dude yeah like he's a mental midget right like, right he's a shit dude exactly so his character Stuart is like the second like um the the right hand of his friend todd who they're both like these rich guys and in the beginning of the film, when when they uh, start putting some kind of, not not a hit, but they start putting the, the three girls up for sale, and it's like they're bidding for they're them. bidding, yeah. yeah. And so Todd, he's like bidding for for uh, for Whitney, and then when he gets her, dude, he's like he's playing golf and he's like, ha yes, and no, dude, like 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 his stock just went up or something. Yeah, you know? <laughs> exactly. Like, bro, what? Like, it's crazy. Like, he knows. Like, yeah, I'm gonna torture this girl like yes i'm so happy about it like what the fuck and 
so Stuart, the whole way through, the entire way up until the third act, he's like thinking, like, "Hey, man, um, yeah, this is uh, let's let's do this." <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of like, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got this, dude. We got this in the bag, bro. Right. And then Todd's getting his his tattoo to be part of like this organization, and then the lady is like, "All right, you're next," and he's like, "Oh." Oh wait, wait! This isn't part of the cut. Like I didn't make this deal. I was like, no, you, you have to. Like this right. is part of the b- being in it. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh well, can I can I back out? And he's like, no. no. <laughs> you know about this already. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're too far. You're too deep in the game. Right. Man. And he's too nice of a guy to ask for like the manager or something. So he's like, oh, all right, let's let's just do it. So he ends up getting a tattoo and stuff. Uh, tattoo. <laughs> and, uh, two, he got a tutu. He got a tutu, and after that, get this. I'm drawing a blank, but <laughs> pretty pretty much they they end up catch uh, capturing both Whitney Whitney first, who goes to Todd, right. and then Beth, who tries to evade these like big right. Dudes. She's like making a pretty clean getaway. Like yeah. she, she's like. You're rooting for it. Oh, shit. She's getting away. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be like, she escapes, but has to go in and save them. Oh, right, right, I right. thought that's what's, what, 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 the, what it would have gone to. Right. Yeah. But no, she, she ends up getting captured She ends as well. up getting captured. And she goes to Stuart. And so she kind of gets that Stuart is being kind of a pussy. I'm kidding. Right. No. He's, like, really hesitant to, to do this. So she's she just trying to... She talk him. Yeah. She's appealing to that side of him. And she's trying to seduce him and all that. Uh, in the in the uh, while this is happening, we have Todd, who this this guy who is like, yeah, let's fuck some shit up, fam. Who also, by the way, I feel like I've seen him in so many other movies. I, I can't remember. Like I remember when I saw that, yeah, I was he like, looks familiar, dude. No, but I when I watched that, I was like, Stewart is the one that looks familiar. But Todd, I didn't catch that. No, I got no. I got it from Did both you? of them, dude. Okay, from I both of them. Man, Todd. I just, who are, where are you from? Yeah, so, dude, it happens all the time. It happens, movie, right, bro. I've seen this dude before. <laughs> Why? Where are you from? <laughs> but he's like, um, kind of about to torture Whitney. He hasn't done anything to her. He's just kind of like teasing it, which like you sick fuck. So Whitney is on the chair, just like crying and shit. And he brings out this, um, this chainsaw, uh, not chainsaw, like like a power saw. Uh, yeah, no, saw. no power tools. <laughs> oh, I've done it anyway. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a toothbrush. <laughs> And so he he has this power saw, and he like brings it too close to her head that it catches her hair. He was he actually wasn't even meaning to. Right. Like he was just, he was enjoying, like the the taunting. Of yeah. Her. Like he was like getting getting off on her being terrified, and when it became too late, and he caught her. Yeah. Like it caught her hair. Like the the blade caught her hair, and like it it grabbed on, and as it was spinning, it. Ripped not only her hair but a like a chunk of her skull, like, yeah, of her skull, scalp. Like her scalp, yeah. And then she like immediately, like you see, like the the flesh and like the blood, and she's and she just like starts like gagging and she's, yeah, like, in pain and just like like she's kind of like, passing out a little bit, yeah. Like it, and he, there's an immediate turn. He freaks out, yeah. Man, like yeah, dude. Imagine like you think you're down for something, right. and you realize, mm, oh shit, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm just talking, man. Right, I'm dude. all talk. Yeah, and then you actually go through with it, like that shock, and like terror, and you're just like, man, like I've gone too far. Like there's no turning back. 
Right. Can you imagine that? Like, first of all, fuck you. You're a piece of shit still. Yeah. But, like, can you imagine that terror? Right, dude. You know it's like... Mean? It's like he goes through with it and he's like, oh, so, so this is actually horrifying. Right, right. Never mind. And so he goes away from the, the chamber. Like, he just leaves her. And he's like, you know what? Fuck this place. I'm escaping. I'm Audi 5000. Suck your dick, right? Game so, cook, 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right, pay-per-view. And uh, he, he's leaving. And they're like, you can't. You have to finish your order. Like, she's still there. Yeah. And he's like, no, fuck you guys. I'm out. And that's when they release the hounds. Yes. They release the Kraken. The on very ass. tattoo you put on yourself. That's true. And so there's these two big black dogs who start chasing My him. dogs are hungry! <laughs> what was that? What was that from? The Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so he he goes into the elevator and they capture him there. The, the dogs oh, meet dude, him there. They fuck dude. him up dude. yeah the he so the manager lady comes to ta or Stewart's room and she's like hey we got another order for you like you you want to finish her up and he's like yeah i'll take it after this girl and he's like hey well, what happened to, to todd by the way and that's when we see like the cart the cart of his like remains dude yeah it's just like a pile of just messy red like a mass flesh. of flesh dude. yeah just dude, like, like just torn muscle and like the clothes and shit like just, oh damn yeah, just disgusting yeah like hey this is this is what we're gonna do if you don't finish your meal and it's like oh okay well yeah I'll, I'll take on the other girl too i'll just finish up here with with beth and there was some there was a switch in him because the entire time he was like, I'm kind of hesitant about doing this. And then there was a switch where I think, oh, he, he was going to be like, okay, well, you know what, Beth, let's get you out of here. I'm not going to do it. We're going to escape. And then as he's about to let her go, something turns in him because the entire film he's been told, like, hey, like he's been pressured by Todd. Right, like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Just go through with this, man. Stop being a bitch. And, you know, just kind of follow through with this, this and that. And then as he's about to let her go, he's like, you know what? I'm done being the scared little boy. So he's like, you know what, Beth? On second thought, no. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And he goes, and he's about to, like, do some shit. How does she get out? That's the part that I forget. Um, well, I don't think she's tied up. I think, like, he <clears throat> he's fighting her. Like, he punches her and shit like that. Right. And he's like... I'm more stronger than you. Like I, I'm, a, I'm a like he's pretty much saying like I'm a dude, you're a girl. I'm stronger. Watch yeah. me like fuck you up, like, right? Kind of deal. Okay. And uh, she ends up getting the best of him. I, I, f I forget how that happened. You're right. But he ends up on the chair, tied up and everything. And she tries to escape, and the, uh, the management comes. The in. security is alarmed. Yeah. And they all rush to the room. Like yo, we got we got a situation here. <laughs> got to handle it. They open the door. And it's Beth, and she's got scissors. Scissors, like they're like a lawnmower clipper, like lawn clippers. Yeah, yeah. And she has the blade, like his dick and his penis and balls, in between the two blades. Blades, yeah. And so management comes in, and she's like, "Hey, you know." Oh, she's like, "Hey, let me out of here. Like, I'm, I'm done and stuff." And they're like, "Well." 
according to the company policy, we, we can't let you out. Um, you have to... You have to be a, a, a customer. The customer, yeah. You have to be a member. You have to... The only way out is if you kill. And then... And then they tell her, well, you probably don't... Pretty much, it was like, you probably don't have the money for oh, it. Oh, that's right. And she's actually trust fund kid. She, yeah. She, so she, she, she's loaded with money. She's loaded. So that's how you survive this. Have money. That's it. Otherwise... So, all right, so if you're a college student and you want to travel and have money, do it. Yeah. If you don't, gonna die. And, and we're not talking about, like, having, like, money left over for you to come back home. And no, then no, just, no. We're we talking mean, like, be rich. Yeah, yeah. Stacks yeah. on deck, but turn on ice. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> you can have whatever you like kind of shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. We, we mean that kind of rich. And then you travel wherever the hell you want. You know, you'll be safe. But otherwise, don't do it. Yeah. And so they, she, she, yeah, she tells them about her inheritance and stuff. She's like, you know what? I'm buying out. And they're like, okay, well, according to company policy, we still can't let you unless you kill someone. And then Stuart has the audacity call her cunt. to call her a, a coont. And then she's like, what did you say? She does that like weird <laughs> head turn thing. What did you just call me? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, you didn't. You didn't hear me? Oh, okay. I thought you heard because you're like so close. But what I said was that you're a, a stupid fucker. And then she like slips. Snips it off. And here's here's where we, this is why we say it's cringe. Because right. we, we like. Yep. Yep. Your balls kind of retract into your body yeah. when you watch something like that. Yeah. And she grabs the genitalia and throws it at one of the dogs. And he. <laughs> like Kobayashi. <laughs> <laughs> You've actually seen him eat a dick. <laughs> I've actually seen him do it. <laughs> You've seen him. Pow! <laughs> what are you saying? Pow? What are you saying? Pow! <laughs> oh, man. And so, yeah, oh, she, she throws it at the dog, like, chomps on it. And then she walks off and she's like, He'll bleed to death. Like, super badass. And he's just screaming and the door shuts and he's just left screaming. Yeah, he's just left screaming. And then she becomes a actual, well, kind of, a, a member. She, gets to, she has to get the tattoo. Right. And all that shit. And, like, uh... I don't think she actually joins right, it, Right. She just does it to get out. To get out of it, yeah. So now she'll be safe from it. Right. So, you know, she can travel again there. Like, hey... Yeah. They oh, see that tattoo, like, yeah, don't fuck with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like she, like another guy comes and gets her, like, oh no, 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 look, like misunderstanding, I'm, I'm tattooed, like, oh, I'm oh, sorry, man, like, my I bad. didn't. He's just, you look like another, like, oh no, that's fine, that's fine, I, I get, you're doing your job, like, I'm not trying to be mean. <laughs> I'm normal, like, yeah. a casual transaction. <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, man, that was, um, that was Hostel Part Two. That's when you really. You really have a taste for what Eli Roth has to bring to the table, right, dude? You're like, oh shit, this yeah. is just, this is just more of that. And like, it's like, like you're at this table, and your uncle brings like pot roast, and your tia brings some like potato salad, and here comes Eli Roth, and what he brings to the table is just fucking, human genitalia, yeah, and his heads. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get a load of this guy. <laughs> Ah, uh, the bear Jew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, now we're gonna do another film, and this film is uh, pretty pretty solid. Like we we both love this film. It was it's a, for some reason I, I've I've seen a lot. There's a lot of hate for it. 
but which we, is weird. We love this film. Yeah, we like this film. It was solid. I love the message behind it, which was, dude, I I, I dude. saw this in an interview, and I'm like, I was laughing, like, yo, this is solid. I love it. This, by the way, you guys, is the Green Inferno. Yes. And the Green Inferno is a seriously top-notch film. To those that don't like it because of that gore fest, because of that extreme factor in it, you know what? Horror's not for you. Yeah. Stick with your... Stick with your... Oculus. Oh, shit. (laughs) Stick with your Insidious 3. Oh, (laughs) damn, dude. Holy shit. Yeah, just, just stick with your... Killer clowns from outer space. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't come on this side of the court, dude. This movie was uh, filmed that came out in 2013, so there was like uh, like eight years after Hostel Part Two. So weird two. that it's been that long. Yeah, it's weird. So weird. Yeah. yeah. So this was him coming back into the uh, director's chair. This movie had a budget of five million dollars and it grossed 12.9 million. Not. Not good, and I can see, you know, you mentioned, like, a lot of people didn't like it. Right. Shows, but really, you guys, you're missing out on a good, good, solid horror fi- uh, film. It, it did it did pay homage to Italian cannibal films. Right. Like, that's where he kind of... Cannibal Faro and uh, and also Cannibal Holocaust. Holocaust, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, we've got uh, Lorenzo Izzo, the beautiful, beautiful Chilean and... Now, unfortunately, ex-wife. Yeah, dude. Of Eli Roth. They were a, such a power couple. Dude, I'm still uh I'm still not. It broke my heart. Yeah. But yeah, we have her. She's as, extraordinary. As Justine. She's an actor and model. Um she plays Justine, another college student. So hey, college. Don't do it. Yeah, guess what? Guess what? She she meets she meets uh, Ariel Levi's character who is Alejandro. And and guess guess what he does? He's like, Hey, I'm a I'm a activist and we're gonna go save the Amazon. And that means what? That means traveling. You're going to meet people in college who want to travel. Don't travel. Not only that. Not only are you traveling, which is already a a no-no in the horror world. Right. You're traveling to a South American jungle. Oh, hell no. No. You're... Was it Central or South American? Either way... (laughs) You're going to the jungles of a place that is known for hostility. Yeah. Like, there's so much dangerous crap out there. Let alone, like, not even, like, say you had no clue about, like, tribes and cannibals. The animals. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, you, it's it's a death trap. If you, if you weren't born and raised there, you have no clue how to survive in a place like that. Yeah. And... This is where uh, Eli Roth came in. Uh, in that interview, I don't know if it's the same one, but he was talking about how, like, he was... This is basically a film against SJWs. Which is Social Justice Warriors for you guys. And he has a hatred for for them. Yeah. And so do I, man. Same. These overnight activists, like, overnight Facebook, Tumblr activists. Right, right. Bro, like, you're... You're not educated in these things, and I, I get you mean well at times, but like, you're like, an idiot, dude. Like, like in his in his interview, he said it really well. He said that he didn't like those people who weren't doing their actions for the cause; they were just doing it so they could have their 
their actions being noticed. Right. It was a, it's, it, They're doing it because of the, of the current uh, social climate. Exactly. And, and they're doing it to benefit themselves, not necessarily the cause. The cause, exactly. Right. So, like, the way he, he put it was, like, they don't, they don't, these SJWs don't particularly think, oh, we made it, we did it, we reached right, our right. goal. When they've reached the actual cause, they think about it when they reach their goal, when they're uh, trending on Twitter right. or on the news or something like that's right. when like they we, make we it. made it on Vice. Guys, check us out! Like, yeah, look, we're we're so awesome. Like, look, we're nice people. We right. say something. Like, no, no, right. no, dude, don't. Like, that's not how you do that. Right. Like you, you should want to create, uh, uh, have this cause, fight for this cause, and fight to win. If you're trying to save something, you fight to to save that, not to be noticed for saving it, because that's a whole other thing. Right? right. That's just that's shitty, dude. Yeah, exactly. That's that's just some that's bullcrap, dude. And and then because it doesn't matter what you do, because in this film, it's these kids who were saying, "Hey, like notice us for trying to save this this, right. this forest," but it, that didn't matter to this tribe right they just saw these people who were like hey you're wearing the construction workers clothes you're right. wearing the enemy's clothing right and you're you crash landed in our in our home like you're the bad guy right they don't know who you are That's they don't zero care clue. Yeah. who you are they you you're know what a I mean? food source exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> And so that's what this is. They they go to the state of the forest and they they like chain themselves to the trees. Which, dude, that's not gonna stop. Anyone. I know, right, dude? Like at this point, like they have those like those chain choppers. Uh, like my dude, my mom has one. <laughs> <laughs> They're these like clamps that you like, just break chains. Yeah, dude. Like, it, you're not changing a <laughs> you, damn thing, right, dude? dude. Yeah. It's so dumb and. They, they're filming with their phones, like, against, uh, right. they're filming, like, the, the people and shit, and then, you know, because of that, though, the workers have to, like, back out, and they leave, and they're like, yeah, we did it, this and that, and so then they, they go, so, yeah, they go on this plane, and I guess they're heading back home or something, and then the plane was like, oh, I'm crashing. I think it was a bird, right? Or I think it was sabotaged. Sabotaged. I think it was sabotaged. Whoa. Yeah. That'd be nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And so we have Aaron Burns who plays Jonah, and it, as the plane is crashing, like <laughs> he just throws <laughs> he up just all over his own up, face. Dude. Oh, that was so, so sad. That whole crash scene was, dude. Me and Chris were like literally at the edge of our seats, just like. Oh yeah. shit! This is the level it's at. Yeah, we knew it was gonna be bad. Right, like we were expecting gore, but when we realized how far Eli Roth went with like how the brutality of it, dude. I remember, dude. I, we're just like when the branch went through the dude's head, and we're just like, oh damn, oh shit, this is crazy that brutal. Was, yeah, and like upon like the like like when the it finally uh, landed, landed right. The deaths that followed right after that, like right. the, the propeller. Yeah, guy was like disoriented, so he was like walking, and like he walked into the propeller that was still fly, uh, uh, rotating, and just and just like cut through his face. Yep, and he just dies. And then the, the the dude that was that fell from the sky, or like he was like on a tree. Oh, he landed geez. on a tree, and then he just fell straight to the. Oh, dude, it was brutal, oh, man. Man, it was so brutal, and like. Not even five minutes later, like, this tribe's on site. Yeah, they come in, and they start taking these people, and 
this girl, her name is uh, Kara, who is who plays Alejandro's uh, girlfriend. She gets a spear through her neck, bro. Dude. And there's this fear, there's this panic that I was experiencing when she was like lying on the ground, like with the spear through right. her, and Alejandro's like there, like, dude, what are you gonna do? Like she's right. still alive, yeah. dying, but like, what are you gonna? You like, can't you're do watching anything. that light fade from her eyes. Yeah. Like, you just that feeling, dude, is like, oh, dude, dude I can't even imagine. That's intense, dude. And even worse than that is just the tribe, dude. There's some crazy Terrifying. things. Terrifying. They, they take them all hostage by hitting them with some darts. They, like, make them pass out. And they they all wake up later in a, in a cage. No, no, wait. No. No, they wake up like... They're, they're like... They walk them to the cage. They walk them to the cage. That's right. And then... Strayed from the path is Jonah, who... They take him, they give him, like, water. They give him some kind of liquid, fluid, yeah. some drink, and he's like, oh, thank you, thank you so much. Of course, a remi- reminder, guys, they're all wearing construction workers' clothes. They, they're all wearing these, like, enemy clothing. And they they lay him down on this slab of rock that's kind of like a bed, almost, like a bedrock. <laughs> and uh, they, they lay him down, and he's like, oh, thank you. Like, he's just kind of resting. And then they tie he, him up? The, no, oh, they, they, they hold, hold him down. down. That's when he realizes, like, wait a second, what's... What's going on? I rewatched this scene, dude. Oh my gosh. So, before we go into the details, this is where, when we first watched it, mm-hmm. an entire row of people stood up and left. Yeah. We, we, were, we were there in the theaters. Uh, the, the movie still hasn't started. We got there early. And then this family with like three kids sat and walked right next, uh, in front of us. And I think they were Mexican, dude. Yeah. Uh, they had to have been because, like, they're the ones who would be ignorant to, like, what this movie's about. Oh, let's just pick this one just because it, whatever. They, yeah. Like, there's people that literally just go to the movies and pick random It's shit. weird, dude. Yeah, it's I, like, I don't wow. understand. It, it, it's true. Like, I've seen it happen all the time. Like, yeah, wow. That's it, insane, dude. Like, and they walked out. In that scene. They walked out. As soon as it got bad, they walked out. The second time I watched it, the same thing happened with with two separate groups. Oh, wow. In the beginning of that scene and at the end of the scene, they just walked out and never came back in. Yeah. Like, it was that, it was that brutal, dude. Right. And, like, I've seen people talk about Green Inferno on social media, and they, like, act like that scene wasn't that great. Or, like, they'll they'll just, like, yeah, that scene was this, this, and that. I'm like, bro... Dude. You can't tell me you saw that, bro, and didn't like feel panic and just tear, yeah. and you didn't. Your eyes weren't like wide and like crazy. <laughs> yeah, dude, there was so much into that. That was articulated perfectly yeah. from the uh, the reaction of Jonah to the reactions of his his fellow people, like in the cage, from the vibe that this this tribe right. uh, uh, emitted. Everything was full dangerous. Like everything yeah. was dangerous about this scene, and this lady, the witch like, lady, the witch lady, comes in with like this finger claw. hook claw thing in, in uh, on her index finger, and she is like, what? She's uh, standing above Jonah's head, and like she like brings the claw close to his face, scoops his eye out. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like she was gonna taunt him at first, right, and no, then no, straight into it. goes, yeah, just she like doesn't stop like. She's close to his face and then just digs into his eye. And then the screams, dude. Another example of Eli Roth providing us with 
haunting, haunting screams. Yeah. Because if it sounds like how someone would really be screaming if they were going... Yeah. And it went into this... That actor, by the way, props to you, man, because you went into, like, a mindset of, like, this is happening to me, and I'm just in sheer panic, and I'm just screaming for my life. you don't wake up, go to set, and be like, okay, well, um, okay, so I'm just... This is my scene? Okay, cool. Right, you know, like, the preparation for that, man. Like, he delivered it so So well. well, and almost... Almost too well because that shit haunted me and, and it made me feel dude like like you know like when you see a see a video on Facebook of like someone actually dying mm-hmm. that like feeling in your soul of like like you know just not, hopelessness yeah dude. dude this dark feeling and like that's what I felt watching that scene dude and they yeah. proceed to remove both eyes the tongue dude the tongue man and dude she takes the eye and eats it and the tongue and the tongue bro. Dude, and then they start in... hacking his limbs. Dude, this big, like, dark guy, like, in black makeup comes in with this, like, bone axe and just hacks his limbs, dude. And, like, Jonah's still screaming. He's still alive feeling this. Just shaking. Yeah, he takes off his uh, his right arm and then he takes off his left or his right leg and, like, it's just this spurt of blood just coming out. Then he takes off his uh, his left leg, and that's when Jonah's dead. That's yeah. when he's no longer screaming. But there's just this commotion in right. the tribe where it's still, like, it panicking. It's, right. You're still like, oh, my gosh, this, this is happening. Takes off the other arm. And then they, they take off the... Saw off dude, the they head. saw the head. So when they saw that head off, dude, it looked so real, dude. dude. Yeah. I, it was it's, hard to watch, dude. It was, it was sad, because and hard to watch, like you said, because... His face was frozen in his last yeah. reaction, his screaming. Like, his, his eyes were, uh, uh, like, squinted, squinted. And, like, his mouth was wide open. Like, he, yeah. like he was in pain. He man. was in pain, dude. And that's that's what they did. And uh, I know that it haunted our brother, Emmanuel, dude. Yeah, our brother watched it with us, dude. And, like, dude, for weeks <laughs> and weeks, he kept talking about that, that scene. He's like, oh, he's like, all I can hear is, is Jonah's screams, dude, and that shit, dude. <laughs> And I and I understand, dude. If I was, if I had watched that scene when I was young, dude. Oh, oh fuck, dude. dude. I, I don't think I, that would have been. Yeah. Bad. And I think that's why, why it turned a lot of people off from the Green Inferno, and why they chose or choose to say they don't like it is because it, for a lot of people, it went way too far. Yeah, exactly. It really kind of tipped the scales for them. Right. And, like, the kills after weren't nearly as... Oh, dude, that's exactly... Like, you know I, mean? I, I watched it, I'm like, oh, these aren't at the same level as Jonah. Right. Like, that it was toned just... way down after that. And I, I, if I remember correctly, I, I think Eli Roth had to cut and reshoot a lot of death scenes because they weren't... I feel I think I'm remembering correctly, they weren't being allowed. Like, Hollywood was like, no, dude. Like, oh. Like, no. The ones uh, too right. many. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I, I feel like he had to... Tone it down, yeah. Uh, just like Eli Roth did with Thirty One, like, um, he, or uh, was it Thirty One or? Because Thirty One was made by uh, Rob Zombie. Rob, that's what I meant. That's what yeah. I meant. I, I meant to say Rob Zombie. I feel like it, it was a situation with Rob Zombie. He had to tone that down. Yeah, Rob Zombie's Thirty One yeah. original 
director's cut yeah was rated uh, 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 MC-17 oh damn okay. or something like that yeah, something like that yeah, it yeah. was rated heavy yeah and they're like no you gotta make it R rating yeah and I feel <laughs> and I, I remember reading he had to cut it more than once to try to get that approved like he made he what he thought was rated R they were still saying it was way too much wow and I feel like that was the case with, the with Eli like, I yeah. feel like Eli Roth was trying to go full cannibal holocaust with yeah it. exactly and uh that's we got the result of that but it was still yeah, it was over still, the top yeah. yeah it was still really intense dude yeah. and i remember you you were saying like dude can you imagine in that scene like if if aaron burns mom watched that dude <sighs> i would i would never let my my family watch that scene unless they like dude i'm watching it with with or without you like I would never let my mom watch that. No, dude, because like, that's like that's dude. It's close to the real thing. Yeah, dude. Like, it's so terrifying. Like even like even if like like my brother Fernando, he right now he's in school for like musicals and stuff like that. Like he he's a singer, and that's an, that's a doorway for acting. And if he's if he was ever in anything like that, like a movie like that, dude. Yeah. I, even if he get got shot and killed, dude, I feel like that would be so hard to watch. Oh, dude, you know, straight you, up, like in a film, like, yeah, like. It's a character he's playing, but that has to be hard to watch. Yeah, because you see and, that, like, dude, it was just a brutal scene, man. And it, right. it, we see you, Eli Roth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and to this day, we still kind of joke about that scene where we're like, "Oh, I just wish that it could be bundled up and we're like in Jonah's position, just, just be like, oh, so comfy, so comfy." <laughs> like, oh, get my eye out. Oh, so yeah. I love it. Ah, there's a little. <laughs> I mean, that was crazy, dude. And so when we mentioned that, like, the, the deaths after that were toned down, um, for example, we have this character, her name's Amy, who ends up, they, they, they're all fed food, right? They're all kept alive. They're fed. And so she's, they're eating meat. And in one of the meats, she finds, like, a, uh, piece, of skin. a piece of skin that's, like, a tattoo of, of her, her girl. girlfriend. Yeah. Who earlier was trying to make an escape? Uh, no. And I thought this was weird because, like the the girl, um, I think her name was Samantha. She the, the Amy's girlfriend. She was saying like, "Hey, you know, there's a like a canoe or something. I can go and get help and stuff." And she was like, "Samantha was like, I, I can do this. Like, I ran track in in high school or something or in college." And I'm like, "You're just gonna throw that out there, like, right? You just the plot just needs you to be a runner, like." I don't know. Like, it just felt weird to me. Like, if they mentioned it beforehand, like, in the first act, like, oh, hey, yeah, you know, um, I'm out of uh, track. We just had to know that she was capable. Yeah. And I thought that was, like, ah, you could have put that earlier so that it's not just, like, a convenient thing that the plot just needs her to be a runner now. So she she ends up running to the the canoe, escapes, and, and then we just don't hear about her until they're fed again. And Amy finds... A piece of skin with the tattoo of Samantha, and dude, this like you have to be in some kind of place in your mind, some kind of ho- like hopeless dark place in your mind where you see that, and just as Amy did, smashes the bowl and just cuts her throat all the way through. Yeah, like she didn't stop like two inches, and like she felt. What she had done, she felt that pain, and she just continued to yeah. cut, to make that cut, and just dude, and that sound of the bowl cutting yeah. through, uh, dude, it was so, oh, it was it was uh, amplified, and you could hear that, bro, it was intense. 
she just kills herself, dude. Yep. Like, holy shit. And then they they just kind of, they freak out. They, they they can't do anything with her. They just leave her there. And they know that the the, the tribe is going to prepare her for, for, right. know, for um, to feed her or, whatever, or to eat her. So they stash, like, weed down her throat so that when they start cooking her, the whole tribe is up and high and shit. Right. Which was the funniest thing, dude. Right, that was that was really cool. Yeah. Were, dude, that shit was pretty funny. Yeah, dude. And so then we have Junie in the and film. Junie, we hey. must find the toy maker. <laughs> who, From Spy Kids. Spy Kids, and also in Rob Zombie's Halloween, yep. who gets killed. And he also dies in this one. He's escaping. Yeah, and he's running and they... They just tear them apart. Yeah, they just eat them because they have the munchies apparently. Yeah, yeah. So they just they just eat them like fresh out of the raw, really I should say. And then we have Alejandro who turns out to be this huge prick. Yeah, piece then, of shit. Yeah, piece of shit, dude. And uh, I forget he like he like gets uh, oh they're trying to escape I think and then there's this dart that that hits like a piece of wood yeah. or something and he takes it and like hits uh, Junie I think with it. And then, like, they take him or something like that. But he's just a piece of shit guy. And he, like, doesn't he start just jacking off, dude? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's like, I in remember high stress that. situations, you have to learn to relieve yourself, he says. Or something like that. Bro. Like, not like that. Not in front of. Dude, how? How? How are you going to be in a situation like that and be like, I'm getting hard right now? Dude, I would be and freaking where, out. Where did, like, that come? Like, Eli Roth, like, where did. In his mind, I was like. He's going to jack off now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait a second. You know what would make yeah. this better? He jacks off. Just out of nowhere, right? Like, that'd be yeah. great. That'd be great. Like, what? <laughs> you know what this film really needs? <laughs> we also have this other guy. Okay, no, I didn't write that down. But we also have this this guy. I forget his name. I think his name is Daniel or something. Who is tied up. Oh, the super, like, foreign dude. He has a really thick accent. He's bald, right? And he's yeah, got a yeah, beard. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, that guy. He's, like, tied up to a, po- uh, a pole or something. And then he, like... They put this, like, paste on him. Yeah. And I guess it's, like, attracts... Ants. Like, those army ants. Yeah, which... Like, like, if they bite you, it's painful, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, it's... Like, these are, like, Amazonian ants. Like, yeah. they, they will eat you to the bone. Right, exactly. And they start <clears throat> biting... His whole body, like his face and everything, and it's wicked as shit. Yeah. And this, after they did try to escape. So they did escape, both Daniel and Justine's character. And they go to the wreckage, where they try to find a phone or something. And it's, dude, this, back at the wreckage, like, they take the body, like, the the tribe had had taken the bodies and put them in, like, spears and stuff. Right, they, like, yeah, they had them speared through, like, through their torsos. Yeah. And just hanging around the wreckage right dude like what the fuck yeah. dude they don't end up like getting anything out of it they get taken back by right, the tribe yeah. and then this time justine is being prepped for some kind of ritual, ritual yeah and dude they're gonna like do some kind of like sew her vagina or something yeah oh yeah, man yeah. but she ends up kind of sweet talking a little kid not in that way but he just like tries to convince <laughs> him to like let her let her go and the kid like does he like he's like he like teases it for so long he's like am i gonna do it i'm just gonna keep <laughs> right. smiling at you and like he cuts through her ropes and she like breaks out and uh she goes back she runs away she goes to the jungle and that's when we see like the the people that she was uh 
activisting against. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> How do you yeah, say yeah. that? I don't know. She was uh, protesting against, really, I should say. Um, they come in and, and they have saber. Yeah, yeah, they. Oh, they start like they start shooting and they yeah. start like killing the the tribe people, and then this this part I was like, bro, what? Because she takes off, she takes her phone, like the, she she finds the phone from the wreckage. She takes the phone and pretends she's filming, so that the the people who are saving her would stop shooting the tribe. Right. And I'm like, dude, bro, like these people just killed your friends, like everyone you knew, and like I'm, there. Anyway. I know to a certain extent that tribe's like innocent in a way. Yeah. Like that's just their culture, but you just killed my friends. Be slaughtered. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Become like... without life. <laughs> Return to the dust of the earth. Uh, of whence you came. Of whence you came. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, yeah, she ends up saving this tribe and shit. And she just gets on a plane and goes home. Yep. She's like, well, damn, I'm, uh, we, we won. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. We, we did it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped the forest from being burnt down. Lorenzo, you're a babe. Yeah, oh man, she's so pretty, dude. Yeah, glad you were in this movie. Yeah, and we were glad you're in Knock Knock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Those of so gun fingers. Finger guns, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that, uh, what about does it for that, the... For this director's cut, yeah. Eli Roth edition. The, the, the man. The man, the, the, the myth. The legend. <laughs> I thought that was Quentin Tarantino. Oh, shit. I thought that was Keanu Reeves. I thought oh, that was shit. John Wick. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. fuck, fuck, fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man. Well, that, that does do it for this first edition of Director's Cut. We'll probably do one of these every other episode. Every other, yeah, every other week. We'll so uh, we'll, we'll announce the next director we'll be focusing on. Um, so keep your eyes peeled. Remember, rate us. On iTunes, on iTunes, Spotify, whatever, wherever you listen to us. Yeah, and and please don't be afraid to message us. Let us know what you guys think. Um, let us know what kind of what would you think about these episodes. What kind of films do you guys like? We really like uh, talking to you guys. It's always awesome. Yes. And of course, again, that's the horror at the horror academy on Instagram, as well as email is the horror academy at gmail.com. Yes. Don't be afraid to uh, message us because we love uh, talking to you guys. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, so that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening in. And we will see you next week. As always, my name is Chris. My name is Adrian, and this is the Horror Academy Podcast.